0: what is going on my friends i hope you are doing well today the team at tre wants to say thank you so much for all the support thank you for joining today this is the real estate podcast and we want you guys to do us a solid if you don't mind can you help us get the message out we believe that real estate can be for anybody and we believe there's opportunities for people to grow with us so if you can Please share, subscribe, like, comment. Thank you for being here on our journey, and we are going to continue to add as much value as we possibly can and try to shake up the industry. Let's dive in.
1: Um, for me, I know there's a lot of people who, who are able to kind of like push themselves and um, just to jump over the hurdle, just, you know, re- without any type of pain. For me, it was the, I had the, the pain of working that W-2 job and I have my daughter. And I couldn't spend as much time with her as I wanted to. And uh, so I pursued getting my real estate license in order to have just another income stream.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast. And I'm really jacked up today. I got my energy drink going right here in the coffee cup. And we got none other than Santos, born and raised in Houston, Texas. And uh, from what I understand, Santos, you kind of got started out more as an investor, flipping, and then you got your license. And uh, we're really blessed to have you on the team. Santos holds down a lot of what we do uh, at Thierry in Houston, Texas. That's where he lives now. And uh, man, we're blessed to have you. So thank you so much
1: for coming on the show. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Glad to be on here. Excited.
0: Yeah, I love uh, I love watching all your uh, weightlifting videos. I didn't really know that about you until uh, after you joined the team. But there's videos of you squatting lots of weight. Looks like you're uh, doing that somewhat competitively.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I had wanted to hit a certain level before I competed, and so this just, just recently, I was like, you know what, let me just do one, let me just do a competition, and then see how it goes. Nice. And uh, it was good. It was good. Definitely uh, a different type of grind. Yeah.
0: My buddy's a uh, Navy SEAL, and um, he was, sent me a couple of videos of like doing some deadlifts and squats a couple of years ago. And like, he yeah. set some kind of record within his group. And I okay, sent yeah. him uh, somewhere. I saw like, I think you posted like your squat, your deadlift, and your bench. And yeah. I sent that to him, and he starts making all these excuses why you're doing more. He's like, yeah, but you know look how big he is you know he's got a, he he weighs you know 80 more pounds than me I'm like yeah yeah robert it's all good dude just because someone's out lifting you you do not got to make all these excuses
1: <laughs> there's um i mean when i was there in the competition there were some guys lighter than me that were lifting more and they you know once you figure it out it's all about leverages they you know they know how their body works and it's it's crazy man <laughs> yeah,
0: well, that's cool, man. It's inspiring to see. Yeah. Uh, well, let's dive in if you don't mind. Like, tell us, tell us a little bit about growing up and yourself. Let let the listeners uh, get to know you. We just try to let people know uh, what's possible within real estate and try to inspire people in different ways. And you know, we're big believers that uh, there's opportunities for everybody in real estate, and it can look a lot different. And so we try to just get that message out. And so if you're cool with it, man, uh, take us back to growing up and how you got to where you are today. Take your time, right? We're we're here for, for some time and it's not an interview, but like, let's share the story.
1: Well, sounds good. Yeah. So like you said, I was born and raised here in Houston. Um, you know, I love the city. I uh, love everything about it. It's a big melting pot. Uh, I started, you know, I was, when I was young, you know, I grew up on the south side of town. Um, always was into cars, everything. Um, my dad was a I guess he, I mean, he was an entrepreneur. He, he, uh he always worked for himself, you know, never uh, really had a W2 job, uh, which was something that I didn't realize uh, kind of uh, influenced me growing up. Um, I just, you know, I always considered yeah, he's going to work, you know, okay, cool. He's going to work. Until so uh, I got a little bit older. I was like, man, I think I want to, you know, do something for myself, just like my dad did. Um And my dad was, he uh, he was painting houses. He worked, you know, with a lot of builders and uh, new construction. That's his main thing. And so, you know, going to school, I, you know, thought about going to college for a while. um Until recently, I didn't know. I remember this from when I was younger. Uh, I wanted to go to college out of state. And uh, my, you know, my mom was like, nah, like, I don't think we can do that. And I completely forgot about that part. A conversation with her too long ago I haven't I completely forgot that I wanted to go to college at that point <laughs> and um so what I ended up doing because I love cars so much I ended up going to tech school and I I did a uh, auto body and paint I was doing that for a while you know I love it I still love it I just uh you know I don't do it as much uh, and I uh, initially initially wanted to open a shop wanted to you know go ahead own my own business you know have a have a standalone shop um but in the process of doing that i got pulled more into um working a w-2 job so i was working at a shop for a while and you know i got comfortable i liked it um and you know i was making good money i was only working four nights a week it was easy easy but um and you know through that process of trying to open up the shop, you know, we ran into some trouble with just uh, bad, you know, deals going, going south. Um, and, at at a point I was like, well, you know, I have to, there's something else I got to, I you know, it's gotta be another route, another option, something. Um, I ended up finding bigger pockets and because, you know, I work nights, I was able to just throw my headphones on, go to work and just listen. And I listened to every single pod, every single podcast they had, just back to back to back, uh, for I want to say a good six months. And from there, I said, okay, I have enough information. I was you know, let's let's do something. Nice. Um, and and you know, at the time, I didn't have a lot of money saved up, but I had built, I guess, looking back at it now, I had built some relationships just with coworkers. Um, over the years and surprisingly enough, like they, I mean, they, they knew my work ethic, they knew how hard I worked and, and they trusted me. So when it came to doing my first deal, I actually was able to secure some private money from an old coworker, um, to, you know, to be able to pursue, you know, fix and flips in real estate, which is, it's always, a when I tell the story about that, that, that he's now a good friend. Uh, about him, people were just like, man, how how did this guy save so much money? It's like, you just, he's got to be disciplined. Just uh, you know, be disciplined in what you want to do. And his goal was just to save. He he really doesn't like paying interest. His goal was just to save and pay everything cash. Mm-hmm. And so he just had that chunk of money there and he was willing to, to lend it out. And from there, I mean, the rest is kind of history. We just did one flip then another one, then another one. And just, you kept rolling over the same investor's money over and over into more properties. Um, And while I was working a W-2 job. so
0: That's great, man. What was your process of uh, finding these opportunities or these deals? What did that look like for you?
1: uh, Wholesalers. Connected with as many wholesalers as I could. Uh, that that was uh, the main thing. Um, I wasn't trying to generate my own, you know, leads at the time. Uh, It it was just mainly, you know, just connecting with wholesalers, telling them, hey, we're looking for properties. You know, we, we have money to buy, we can close. Um, And that was, that was the main, the main way. That's great. We were doing.
0: So you, you got introduced to bigger pockets. You saw there was something more out there for you, uh, gave you some more freedom. Do you remember like kind of the, was there a big moment for you to jump from kind of, I'm going to take this risk or I'm going to go all in and things change. Is there some kind of uh, differentiator or something that you can point out that uh, stuck out to you or could also help other people get across that, 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 uh that hump, I guess, or that hurdle.
1: Yeah. Um, for me, I know there's a lot of people who, who were able to kind of like push themselves and um just to jump over the hurdle just you know re- without any type of pain for me it was the I had the the pain of working that W2 job and I have my daughter and I just couldn't spend as much time with her as I wanted to. So that that was enough for me to say, okay, like I I need to leave this job. Uh, not because you know the the money's not good, but because the schedule. And, uh, so I pursued getting my real estate license in order to have just another income stream where, you know, it would replace what I was making, you know, regular retail sales plus the flipping would replace what I was making. And I had more time to spend with my daughter.
0: I love it, man. That's a great motivation. That makes it easy. So what, let's talk about that a little bit. What is your, um, what does the balance look like? Right, You know, you're in real estate, you're doing it, um, how do you uh? How do you kind of balance the daughter and work and everything else that you have going on?
1: So, we'll say, so I'm, I have my daughter for about half of the week every week, uh, so that that kind of helps. It's yeah. you know, I you know I can drop her off, pick her up from school, you know, make sure I'm here, um, <clears throat> and uh, spend time with her. And then the days that she's not here, I can really you know hammer down and uh, try to get as much done as I can. That way I can pay attention to her and be present when she's here.
0: Yeah. That's good. That's good.
1: Yeah. And so it's a blessing in disguise. I mean, I'd love to have her all the time. Yeah. But, um, you know, pursuing anything entrepreneurial, it, it's, it takes time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Energy. What are some of the biggest challenges that you personally, uh, still to this day face, also maybe have feel like you've kind of overcome in a sense
1: so yeah we just mentioned it but the biggest one is that balance yeah i'm uh before so I'm, i'm usually the type of person that just dives completely in into something and i'll just just go hard and just go 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 but um as my daughter got older and then now that i'm married it's it's a big challenge to to know when to you know, when to cut off the time like, OK, I'm done working today mm-hmm. or, you know, OK, this weekend I can't you know, I can't I got to schedule some time for the family, you know, and uh, that that's the biggest challenge that I have trouble with. Um, and I'm still trying to figure that out, trying to make sure I'm present for everybody and and, you know, getting things done, moving the business forward, because it, ultimately it's we're providing a future for for, your you know, next generations.
0: Yeah, I love it, man. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. And thanks for sharing. Um, what does your business look like? And you know, what ways uh, are you working with people? You know, people that maybe hear you and they're in Houston or they need somebody in Houston. Kind of lay out uh, what ways you can plug in and, and work with people.
1: Yeah, so uh, I mean, one of the the most <clears throat> straightforward way, really, is you know, as an agent. So if someone's just looking to relocate here to Houston, a primary home, um, definitely can help with that. Uh, try to guide them through everything that I know. Plus having the, the rehab experience kind of helps uh, walk people through anything they might see at a house, you know, something, repairs, anything like that. And it gives them a little bit of a peace of mind uh, when we're walking around looking at these homes. And uh, the other way is if they're looking to invest, um, you know, I share everything, everything that I do, what I use to look at deals, analyze them. If I have a client come that comes to me, I just, Hey, this is how I look at them. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. And, uh, and that helps them as well. And plus connecting them with any type of hard money lenders, uh, any non QM lenders, you know, if they need that kind of sharing the full game plan without overwhelming them is something that I, I try to do that way. They know, hey, this guy's done it before. You know, he's, you know, he, he knows what he's talking about, and they can feel, you know, kind of safe and secure while we're moving through the transaction.
0: That's great, man. Do you do you ever invest uh, with, you know, people? If someone was here and they and I, you know, I know you uh, work with the uh, the guy that you started with, but could somebody throw money in yeah. on one of your deals and team up with you?
1: Oh yeah, we have. So <clears throat> I've um we do i've been using some more private money lately from different you know different investors that you know, kind of want to learn um and i actually just teamed up with another agent from another brokerage who hey she she wants to learn she you know she has some money saved up and uh, she wants to do a deal so you know i found one i was like hey we can we can do this one together and uh so we're teaming up on that and i'm always open to you know partnerships and uh show people how to you know how the process works how we go through the whole deal
0: that's great man i feel like a lot of people maybe they're at a different brokerage and they feel like you know there's no reason to talk and there's just so much thing so many things that you can do and ways you can team up with people uh license and making commissions is one aspect and that's what we're all about and um, that's really cool that you're teaming up with someone and a lot of agents wouldn't want to have those conversations but you know, now you're going to go make some money and, and uh, get a good deal done. So uh, kudos to you for that. Yeah. What else, man? man like thanks, what, man. uh, what's, what's the big uh, vision for your career or ways that maybe we can help out. I know, you know, obviously daughter's a huge component. Um, and, uh, seems like you, you enjoy what you're doing, but what ways can we, or, or maybe listeners, you know, plug in more and, uh, just help out.
1: I mean, definitely, uh, we're trying to grow, you know, GRE in Houston. Uh, that's one of the, the major, major things that that I'm trying to focus on. Um, being able to educate and teach, you know, agents and kind of just open up the view. It's, it's, it, it helps, you know, you know how, you know, when you're helping a first time homebuyer and that's a great feeling when they close. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very similar feeling when you're showing an agent, hey, you can do all of this. Like, yes. Yeah there's opportunity available for, for everyone Mm -hmm. Uh, and whichever way you want to look at it, you know, and it's, so, I mean, that's one of the big aspects we're trying to, you know, trying to grow the team here, uh, trying to grow the presence. Um, So, I mean, so if if you ever want to have somebody wants to have a conversation about joining the team, what that would look like, you know, what all they can learn completely open to that. Um, I've been meeting with, you know, people here and there about it. And then the other part, if you know, if you want to want to learn investing, you know, if you're at a brokerage already and you know you have questions, I know um, the investing side isn't really taught as as in depth whenever you're getting your license. So you know, we're an open book. You know, whatever you want to learn, you know, any questions you have, we, we're here. I love we're it. Ready to. You know.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And what about on the uh, the weightlifting side? Just keep keep going. Is there any specific goal with yeah.
1: that? Uh, yeah my my brother-in-law just asked me yesterday. He's like, "So what are you, what are you trying to hit next?" I was like, "Well, I think I'm just going to go up. Just keep trying. You know, next goal is you know 600 deadlift, 600 squat, um, and then bench. You know, have to. My bench messed up during the meet. I completely messed up my training. I uh, got so busy with work and then kind of fell off. Uh, but I'm trying to hit 315, 320. So
0: okay. I love it, man. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll stay tuned. I'll see some of those videos. You get in those numbers.
1: Hell yeah. I appreciate it. Appreciate it.
0: Cool, man. Well, uh, last question before we get out of here, uh, maybe just some kind of advice that you would have, or if you were to have some kind of roadmap to success within real estate, what you would want to tell somebody that, you know, maybe they've been in the business a while or they're getting started some things that have really resonated with you that you hold true, uh, you know, take the floor and just give us some value on this if you can.
1: Yeah, oh, man, there's a couple of things. Um, <clears throat> I would say the one that I, I think about a lot is like, okay, this real estate, you know, it's simple, but it's not easy. And, um, it, it's very difficult in just different different ways. Uh, the, the one that's come to my head most recently is just you have to have thick skin. Yeah, that thick skin. It's it's uh, definitely a it's an industry that it's a relationship. You have to find who's gonna, who's loyal, and you you have to really filter through people um, and try to actively build those relationships uh, by providing without expecting anything in return. Um, yeah, you know, the minute you're, you're expecting something in return, you're gonna get disappointed, um, and that's where the thick skin comes in. Um I would say just uh keep pushing forward, you know, keep keep doing what you're doing, keep the game plan going, and eventually you will see results. You know, that's that's the biggest thing that just comes to mind from just recent experiences.
0: Yeah, no, it's that's wisdom, man. It's it's for sure. And I talk about that all the time with our brokerage, is like, you know, you're with us at Terry at in Houston and it's not that you're required, nobody's required to be loyal. Um, but it's, uh, it's very rare in this industry. And so, yeah. you know, everyone's on to the next brokerage. And what we're trying to do is is create a sense of that and also be that ourselves, um, mm-hmm. which I think is not that prevalent in the brokerage industry. And so that's a big goal for us is how do we create loyalty and show loyalty? Not that we, you know, we expect that, hey, Santos has got to be with TRE forever. Uh, but if we can do something special, you know, loyalty is a beautiful thing, right? And uh, obviously if there's more opportunity or something better for people, we're all about it. But just to show like, Hey, you know, lead by example and we're not perfect by any means, but try to get to that point of like, yeah, you know, you can count on us. We're going to be loyal and uh, let's be, you know, doing a podcast, you know, 30 years from now, regardless of uh, what brokerage, you know, at the end of the day, but ideally it'd be somehow working together with the right people. Like you said, you, you got to sift through, it is hardcore. And, uh, we all make mistakes, but we all have to try to learn from them and, uh, try to forgive people, uh, because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, people are stressed and they make the wrong decisions and, you know, be- more so based on money than on the person. Um, mm-hmm. but it's a, uh, it's a rare thing in this industry for sure. So that is a big challenge just to, you got to kind of, you know, like you said, thick skin, but also be street smart in a sense. And just know that like, oh, yeah. there are going to be people that will try to take advantage of, uh, any situation that they can really.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why, I mean, one of my big things is just being transparent, mm-hmm. being transparent with people. Uh, it's, I try to do that with everyone, clients, you know, any wholesaler I'm dealing with, or if I get a wholesaler who calls me I'm like, Hey, uh, or if I get an offer from a wholesaler, like, Hey, you know, are you trying to wholesale this? And if, if they tell me yes, then I'm more than likely you're like, yeah, go ahead and market it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but once, you know, you start lying and stuff, I'm just like, oh, all right, I don't know.
0: Right, right, right. Well, I love it, man. Well, I appreciate yeah, you. Um, what ways can uh, listeners uh, reach out and get a hold
1: of you? I mean, any social media channel, you know, we're Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, we're on there. I'm definitely trying to push out more content here uh, pretty soon. Uh, kind of got caught up with work, Ton of, ton of work, and man. it's Like I said, the balance is tough. Yeah, but yeah, content is the goal. Get yeah. it out there. Get some education out there, and um, I mean, hopefully, you know, somebody gets some value out of this and uh can talk more.
0: I love it, man. Well, I appreciate you, Santos. Everybody, real estate podcast. Reach out to Santos once again. He's in Houston. Uh, very entrepreneurial. He can help you buy properties. You can invest with him if you want to be a real estate agent in Houston with TRE. Reach out to Santos, guys. Keep hustling. Take some of these notes, and. Keep getting after it, baby. Peace.